Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, March the 22nd, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, lampoon, which means to make the subject of a satire. Lampoon. I hope everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful Monday start of the work week for a lot of us. And I hope the week goes smoothly and also the day, of course. You know, a lot of people have a struggle with Monday. Blue Monday, I believe is what they used to call it. And for most of us, it can be pretty blue. The weekend's over and it's back to work we go. Well, if you're like me, your NCAA tournament bracket is completely shot. Yeah, kind of predicted it would happen. I mean, I never get those things right. I don't even know why I continue to fill them out. I guess it's for the fun of it, nostalgia, or what have you. You know, some of the big-name teams are out. Smaller schools are, just like I said before, are showing out. We'll see who ultimately becomes the uh, NCAA champion. Time will tell. Time will tell. All right. Well, it appears here in Raleigh, North Carolina, that a buffer zone is being sought after a protester shot himself in the foot at a Raleigh abortion clinic. Coincidentally, North Carolina law prohibits the carrying of firearms during a protest. And uh, aside from the law, I must ask or question why anyone would bring a gun to a protest. I mean, it's got to be to stir up the trouble. There's no other answer for it. I mean, a gun at a protest, that's absurd. Well, anyway, they go on to say some uh, abortion rights advocates go on to say that police present Presence is a daily occurrence at these clinics. Now they're going on also to ask that the Raleigh City Council and the mayor to create a buffer zone around these clinics to keep people uh, a certain distance away from them. <laughs> I gotta say, I mean, it's absurd to me that you would go to a protest with a gun. You have to, have to want to stir up strife. That's the only conclusion I could come to. I mean, it's just absurd that you would actually, I mean, you're, you're supposed to be arguing against killing of, of fetuses or, or, or children, human beings, as you call them. You're advocating for the, the stop of what you also term as murder, but yet still you Bring a gun to a protest at an abortion clinic? Isn't that like an oxymoron or maybe flat out moronic? Why? Stir up strife, of course. Well, it appears <laughs> the city of Miami is uh, in an ongoing battle. I mean, it's a battle they had to know was coming. I mean, Miami Beach is a, a tourist hot spot for uh, spring breakers 
if, if you could say that, of tourists. I, although I don't think they're going down there to take any of the historical sites in. I think there's more or less there. They are there to party. And that appears to be what they're doing with a little bit of rebel rousing. Now, last week, I believe it was Thursday or maybe Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, the city of Miami came up with, enacted a curfew, which is from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. However, during a emergency meeting last night, Sunday, the city officials enacted or extended the curfew for another week. It also encouraged local, local businesses to shut down early. Now, when this uh, curfew was enacted or implemented, they found that, well, let's just be honest, they weren't following the, the, the mandate or what have you. In fact, there were over a thousand arrests in Miami Beach this weekend. There were fighting, there was fighting in the streets, destruction of restaurant property, and refusing to wear a mask, which has become a serious threat to public safety. Now, the police sought to break up these uh, parties, if you will, by using pepper spray balls and also uh, military-style vehicles, armored, that's your armored vehicles, and to which the spring breakers, if you will, <laughs> responded by jumping on cars, twerking, and throwing money in the air. That article also goes on to say, but they were nonviolent. How so? I mean, a lot of restaurants reported uh, there were a lot of fights, broke chairs, glasses everywhere. And that, that's probably why the city council uh, encouraged the restaurant owners to shut down. I, I understand everyone has been cooped up for a year now. That that's that's understandable when everybody needs to release, get rid of some of that frustration and just go out and have a good time. I understand that. But to do it now and, and not even I won't even say to do it now, but to do it in this manner, when you have to know full well that, that this pandemic is still ongoing, even though the numbers are down, vaccinations are, uh, have taken off a lot of more people are vaccinated but COVID is still here why why would you not only put yourself at risk but others at risk and I've seen some of the uh the footage I'm sure as many of you have on the news and they are pretty uh pretty much partying pretty hard but come on now during a pandemic you do this how irresponsible is this act very ir irresponsible? Why would you think that now is the time, even though, like I said, the numbers are down, vaccinations are up. Now is the time for you to go out and do this. Now I know it's hard to social distance, of course, especially in Miami on, on that beach. It's hard to, to social distance. And I know when you, you drink, you, you, of course you don't want to wear a face mask might go against your uh, attire doesn't look quite fashionable. However, there are some face masks that I've seen that, that are quite fashionable. I don't know. I don't know if any protection it, it, it provides outside the, you, you're feeling flashy or what have you. 
I, I just don't. I doubt those little fashionable masks provide any protection. But come on now. You got to wear your face mask. You got to just take some responsibility and say, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to party, but at least have a face mask on you. And I know it's hard, especially when you start drinking. <laughs> Nobody wants that on their face when they start drinking. Stifles you. It feels like you're, you're well, hell, even when you're not drinking, just working in it, it feels like you're being smothered. But you, you got to, you got to. This is this is just ridiculous. And for those thousand arrests and people going down there and just tearing up and destroying stuff, that's that's totally out of line. Totally out of line. Well, we'll see how it goes. Like I said, the city of Miami has extended that curfew for another week. Although I will say that, and I, I guess rightfully so, they, they should have. But at 8, p, 8 p.m., wow. <laughs> That's a little early. <laughs> Especially if you're in Miami and you're trying to party and have a good time. That's beyond a curfew. That's about like when you were at home with your parents and they told you you wanted to stay out late. And they were like, nope. Be back in my house at this time or stay out. I, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Now, on to a lighter side of the news. In, in my segment, I like to call it weird news. Weird news. <laughs> I don't know if you could call it lighter. I probably shouldn't use that word. But apparently, somewhere in this old crazy world that we live in, a husband decided to buy his wife a dress for her birthday, a beautiful dress. And before I start, side note, man, I was raised to, there are certain things that you never ask a woman or inquire a, a, from a woman. And that is one, never ask a woman's age, never guess a woman's age also, never guess or ask her clothing size, and especially never, ever, Ask or inquire about a woman's weight. However, this husband, guess he didn't get the memo. Like I said, he decided to buy his wife a birthday gift of a um, dress. Harmless, right? Well, the dress was two sizes too small. Because as he said, and I quote, uh, he noticed his wife had gained just a little bit of weight lately. Boy, you were striking out soon as you started. I don't know what went through your mind. But she responded unexpectedly. And I got to say, um, yeah, it was a blow below the belt. Because he came home from work to find a pack of condoms and a note that said, in response to his note, because his, his note said, I'm really looking forward to seeing you in this. After he bought his wife that dress two sizes too small, he left a note. Why would you do that? Strike two. And I'm sure she tried it on, of course, and said, wait a minute, this thing is two sizes too small. And maybe he knew it. He purposely bought it. I mean, he had to know her dress size. So she responded by when he came home from work, he found a pack of condoms on the counter. And a note also that said, 
I am really looking forward to see you in these. Now, the condoms were two sizes too, well, not two sizes, but the condoms were too big for him. <laughs> too big for him. And, and along with that note, yeah, she knew what she was doing. She got him back. She got him back good. Uh, the note, of course, said, I'm really looking forward to seeing you in these condoms that are too big. Wow. <laughs> now, this guy posted this his response to it on TikTok. Apparently, he's known for making funny videos on TikTok. So, he posted that story. Uh, and it's been viewed a, a, a num numerous of times. And, of course, people left that left comments pretty much equating to, gotcha, you got what you deserve, you should have knew better. Yeah, you should have known better there, <laughs> uh, friend. Uh why, 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 why? Well, some men are apparently obsessed with their wives or mates' weight, but I know better. Like I said, I, I was raised with that. My mother taught me that at an early age. Never try to guess a woman's age, her weight, or the, the size of her clothes. Like I said, I guess he missed a memo, but he quickly found out that was not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, fellas, don't follow this guy's lead. Just don't. It's not going to end well. You know, like I said, that, that's how I, I was raised. And, and my mother uh, told me if you do any of these things or say any of these things, you may not only find yourself minus a woman, but you may find yourself picking yourself up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but this this uh this wife went a different route very clever and she did get him good and he got pretty much what he deserved <laughs> wow come on you got you, 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 you had to know that was a no go now let's move along <sighs> governor cuomo of new york new york i almost said city he is the governor so of New York State, man, what is going on with you, Governor? I mean, now he's up to eight accusers accusing him of sexual harassment and misconduct and making inappropriate remarks, even glances and stares. Now, the latest accuser is uh, a current aide. And she's also running for, uh, I believe uh, they said, I don't know how the politics works in, in New York, but she's running for, uh, I believe, a Brooklyn Borough Council member or what have you, however they, they term it. But uh, she's also running for office somewhere in New York. Now, like I said, the allegation heats up to eight accusers as of Friday. Now, like I said, the current accuser is a current A's. Aide says the governor oftentimes would be ogling, which is to glance with a amorous invitation or challenge at her body, remarking on her looks and making suggestive comments to her and another woman in his office. Now, apparently he has summoned the, these two women to his office to, uh, take some dictation or what have you. He was planning a trip 
you know how these these government officials always go on these fact finding missions and and what have you and he was planning a trip and he uh called him to his office and and you know was questioned i believe the trip was to miami by the way but i, I just don't figure i can't figure out why well, you know, government officials, they often go on these fact-finding missions where they, I call them many vacations, that's what they are. You you were planning the trip to Miami. So he calls him in the office and he's talking to him or whatever. Apparently one of them, not the one that's making the allegation, was married. And he, he asked her, you know, of course, how her marriage was going. And he, this is really, I find it very inappropriate, but maybe that's the type of workplace environment that, there was, you know, a lot of places that, you know, people are so cavalier and, and they make jokes or whatever, but he inquired if she, while down in Miami, was going to be talking to other men. Doesn't really give an indication as to what she said. I, I guess she, she blushed it off. And apparently for the rest of the day, along with this aid that came forward, he termed them mingle mamas. <laughs> wow. Governor, governor, governor. Now the aide goes on to say, of course, you know, he was ogling at her body. And while she was there in his office, he gazed down her shirt and commented on a necklace hanging there. Okay, let's stop that right there. And, and I, as I told you, uh, in a previous podcast, uh, that predatory mindset, he's gotten away with it for so long with so many women, and there are going to be more. It's not just going to be eight, but he's he's gotten away with it for so long. He's He feels way too comfortable, way too comfortable. That is totally over the line. Now, that's way way over the line this is that's not even the start like i said he's been doing it for so long now the governor's attorney says the governor has greeted men and women with hugs and a kiss on the cheek forehead or hand he's posed for numerous pictures with his arms around them and yes yes he uses the italian phrase ciao bella which I, I believe says is meant or translated, hello, beautiful. Governor, 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 governor. You can't do this. You, you can't do that anymore. I'm sure by now we all know we cannot do this anymore. This is, this is not what you do, especially when you're in a position like that and all eyes are on you. Um, I don't, like I said, I maybe... Well, they're saying that this is the workplace that he festered. He invited in. This is how he chose to run his uh, office. But eight accusers. You're eight accusers in. And they're talking. Now, there, there's a, a, I don't want to say a cry, but now that cry has turned into a demand for him to resign. Yeah, you may want to resign. Because all of these cases... All of these accusations are all starting to sound the same or close to it. You know, like I said, like I said earlier, the kiss on the head, the arms around them, the groping, 
you can't do that. You just can't. And it may be time for you to resign. But he's refusing. He said he's not going anywhere. And the truth, pretty much, he's saying, it will eventually come out. I guess, that, like I said, this is what he does. <laughs> Man, really. You are, you're, you're, you're full throttle with this. And what's the, the, the most, what I find the most vexing is the lack of news coverage of this. Now, as we all know, for the most part, certain people that have been in the media within the past few years for these sexual harassment allegations, they were front and center. Every hour, every half hour, they were, it was being shown what they had did. I have been watching the news and I have heard very little or seen very little of this Governor Cuomo thing. Let's call it, it's a thing. It was beyond a thing. You're sexually harassing women. You're, you're walking around kissing them, uh, rubbing, hugging them, and and asking them all these personal questions, asking them questions about their marriage, their sex life, their sexual preference, what kind of men they like. Wow, man, you, you are wide open. I know you're single, and you like I said before, you were voted... Uh, New York City or New York State's most eligible bachelor or handsome bachelor or, or whatever. I guess it gassed your head up. I wouldn't say gas your head up because you probably was doing it long before that came along. And you continue to do it. And he's still in office, by the way. Like I said, he says he's not going anywhere. High-ranking Democratic officials in the state of North Carolina, I mean, state of New York, and also in the, the DNC are telling you or asking that you resign. Enough is enough. It's time to go. Yeah, you, you do have to tell them to go because, you know, like I said, politics is, 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 is a dirty business. When there were Republicans that were facing these allegations, you, you were on the news every day saying, hey, get them out. They need to go. Those misogynists. Men. My other question is, where's the Me Too movement? It's been awfully silent. I haven't heard anything. Maybe I've, I've been missing it. But I haven't heard anything from the Me Too movement. This is your, this is what you do. This is who you go after. You, you, this is, here's your, here's your chance again. Where are you at? Haven't heard from you. Haven't heard a peep. Not even a press release. Or maybe the B2 movement has died off, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I really haven't heard anything about it. I haven't even heard a peep. But, and, and I can think of, of uh, several men that were that found themselves in this uncomfortable position with this, these sexual harassment allegations or sexual assault even. You know, you had your Bill Cosby. You had your R. Kelly. And and there was uh, man, who was that guy? And um, from Minnesota, was it Frank Frankenton? Something, something like that. He was a, a congressman, and he was pretty much doing the same thing. And he very nicely resigned, of course, with uh, a little push 
But apparently Governor Cuomo is not bowing down. He says that it will come out eventually. This is just how he interacts with people. This is his way of greeting or getting to know females. Well, Governor, those times have changed. Like I always say, the world is changing, has changed, and you just can't do that. So, yeah, you need to resign, step down, step aside, what have you, what have you because this is totally unacceptable. In this day and age, maybe sometime at some point in time in history it was. You know, but now is not that moment in history. You are... <laughs> I say bow out now gracefully before it gets ugly because they're up to eight, but I'm sure I can rest assured when I say there are going to be more because in this day and age, you can't greet people like that. Can't greet females like that. You just can't. You just can't. Well, governor, good luck. We'll see where this goes. Probably won't get any coverage from the media. You know, the big networks or, or what have you, like CNN, C, CNBC, or, or whatever they're called. You won't get any coverage of this because they have not sent a peep. Maybe there's, I mean, a little byline byline or what have you. You know, they'll come up and say, oh, Governor Cuomo, there's, there's a new accuser. And then they go right on to the rest of the, the story, rest of their stories. Uh, I, I, I just, I wonder. I wonder, I wonder, wonder. Creepy. All right. Now, um, last week there was uh, shootings in Atlanta. We all, by now, I'm sure all have heard of the 21-year-old gunman that killed eight people. And six of them were of Asian descent. At three, Atlanta area, area, Massage parlors. And this also furthers the claim and fears of Asian Americans that they are being targeted because of the coronavirus. In the past months or, or years or what have you, or year, there, there's apparently there has been an uptick of assaults on Asian Americans or people from Asia that come or what have you. Now, what the Asian Americans are saying is, is this is a, a, a direct result of former President Trump and his administration and several GOP members that labeled the coronavirus the China virus. However, the gunman, who is white, claims he has a sex addiction, sex addiction, addiction, I'm sorry, has a sex addiction and saw the businesses as a source of temptation. Hmm. Goes on to say it's not clear if he ever visited any of the uh, establishments that he, that were shot up or the people were uh, uh, people were killed. And, but the an official goes on to say that he may have. They're not just not sure. He may have visited other establishments like this. So, uh, uh, wait a minute. Um. Were they providing sex in these massage parlors? I mean, well, let's just, let's move on. (laughs) 
you know, there's are, are a lot of massage parlors that people say they can go in for sex. Sex, I haven't visited any of them. I mean, all the massage massage parlors I went to, I just went to get a massage. I I did. I honestly did. I, I never never even thought about that because uh hey, I needed a massage. But apparently there are some massage parlors where you can go and get a little extra if you say, if you want if I can say that. Now it goes on to say say that like I said he said he had a, a sex addiction and he wanted to eliminate them. Hmm. And it also says he was planning to go to Florida, Florida, in a plot to attack some type of porn industry. Wow. Yeah, you I guess he really maybe he had a problem. I don't know. But the kicker for me was that one sheriff sheriff official doing an interview or press conference said that uh I believe he was having a bad day. Hmm. A bad day. So you have a bad day. I've had many a bad days. Hell, I continue to have bad days. I probably have one today when I go to work. I'm not trying to speak that into existence, but I mean hey it, it just happened. So apparently they're saying he, he says he had a bad day. So you have a bad day and you go and shoot six people? Is that the excuse? Is 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 that the go-to? Wow. No hell, I, I know a lot of people that have bad days, including myself. But we don't just go crazy and do anything like this. Now, it goes on also that when asked by a reporter, one of these officials, whether it's the establishment's were a place where somebody could have sexual encounters. Atlanta mayor responded by saying she didn't want to get into a victim blaming or victim shaming here. End of quote. And a sheriff official said when asked about the possibility of this sickening act being racially motivated, once again, the attacks on Asian Americans, stated it was too early to tell, but indicators right now are it may be not because he flat out told the uh told the arresting officials that he had a sex addiction now as for the asian communities the fear and reluctance to accept the gunman's reasoning for the attacks they're flat out not buying it like i said after a year of random assaults you know in areas like new york and san francisco where their people are are attacked from out of nowhere for no apparent reason. They view it as a result of the spread of COVID. Now, as we all know, COVID came from China or started in China. The first case case or cases was uh, in China. We all remember that town or province, what they call in Wuhan, China, where it came from. And they had to, uh, that's, that started the whole quarantine process. But I guess what the Asian community is flat out saying is this is a result of President Trump and his mislabeling, calling it the China virus. Now, one governor representative who is of Asian descent also said the shootings appear to be at the intersection of gender-based violence, misogyny, 
and xenophobia. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I mean, I, I have to question sex addiction, addiction or no sex addic- addiction. The theory that you somehow, two theories that you were somehow going to rid yourself. I, I don't know if you were trying to rid yourself or rid the world of, uh, <laughs> of, of, of these dens of evil. And then you, you at that point in time, you had a sitting U.S. president calling it a China virus because of his ongoing dispute with China, and, and that's where it originated. I don't get, and I've never gotten that, that premise of you combating something that you feel is wrong or sinful or illegal by meeting it with violence just like the abortion clinic that I mentioned in the previous story where the guy who was supposed to be protesting what they, you know, the abortion, anti-abortion is term as murders. You show up at a protest with a gun. You show up at a place where you feel as though there, there's a, a, a terrible sin going on with sexual immorality and you show up there and you kill, uh, show up at three different, you drove to three different locations and you killed people to combat your sexual addiction? Huh. I don't think you were having a bad day. And I really don't think you were trying to combat or rid the world of, of sexual immortality. I think you were on a personal mission of some sorts. Because if you were just trying to rid the world of sexual immortality or what have you. I'm sure there's other massage parlors around the area. I don't think in the city of Atlanta that that's that all Asians run massage parlors, only Asians. And I'm not being derogatory. I don't think they're the only ones that run massage parlors. I'm sure there's quite a few others. And then your little plot to to travel to Florida to rid or combat some sex porn industry. What foolishness and what foolishness for these officials to say, "Ah, it doesn't appear that way because he he said he had a sex addiction and, and he may have been having a bad day, bad day. I know a lot of people that have bad days, but we don't do that. Like I said, I never understood the the plight or the ploy of of combating what you term as violence or evil with violence and evil. There's no way in the world you could convince me that it was a bad day and it was just for a sex addiction. There's too many holes in that story. And I can see through them like I, I'm, I'm sure most people can as well. You are on a personal mission. You carried it out for whatever reason. And maybe it, it is an attack on Asian Americans or, or it is an attack on Asian Americans. Like I said, throughout this country, we, they, they, they have experienced an uptick. And assaults on Asians for no reason whatsoever. Wow. Well, 
I, I, I just, <laughs> people, 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 don't understand it, don't understand it, but for whatever reason, what's in your head is what's in your head, you're going to do what you want to do, but to kill six people, many of whom had families, kids, or what have you, to kill these women, or, or men, I believe some of them were, were men also, but to kill these people to further your cause or your belief, just like anything else, or from any other criminal, because you are a criminal, they caught you red-handed, you are a criminal, there's a special place for you, because this was totally unwarranted, Un I mean, you could have found another way to, to get your point across. I mean, it, it sounds totally moronic to me to say that you have a sex addiction, addiction and you're going to go to these massage, massage parlors and uh, shoot up the place. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Whatever. We'll, we'll, I'll keep you posted on this one. Because I, I I guarantee you more is going to come out, as well it should. You you just wow. I don't know. I don't know. There certainly is a lot of craziness going on in the world. People are up in arms about this or that or whatever or what have you. And I jokingly say sometimes that COVID has really made people crazy. No, you were crazy before COVID. It's just an excuse. Everything is blamed on COVID now. Can't do this because of COVID. Can't think this way because of COVID. Can't feel this way because of COVID. Everything is COVID, 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 COVID. Uh, newsflash, this foolishness was going on long before COVID because these attacks on Asian Americans, they were happening, it's been happening for years before COVID came about. So again, I got to dis dispute what the officials say that it's an uptick on on uh, at least one aspect that it's an uptick on, on uh, violence against Asian Americans because of COVID. No, this was happening long before then. It just was. It just was. So stop blaming COVID for other people's foolishness. I don't I don't know what the um, the problem is with Asian Americans and and why people feel they need to be attacked when oftentimes they're just minding their business, going about their daily lives or what have you. Now, we've all heard of stories of store owners or whatever and getting into it with customers and, and certain organizations because of their attitude and their treatment of unfair treatment towards minorities or, or what have you. But uh, this, this was something that, that was just ignorance. I'm sorry, it just is. Blatant ignorance is what I call it. Well, that's it for me. When will the foolishness start? Stop. When will the foolishness stop in this world? Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, 
offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I invite everyone to leave a voice response, whether yay or nay. I'm pretty thick skinned. I, I, I want bite. Not physically anyway, verbally I may, but leave a response. Like I said, I'm, I'm pretty thick skinned. I, I've, wouldn't phase me if you said you like it or, or you didn't. But I, I certainly would enjoy everyone's, uh, anyone's input. Maybe help me along and, and create better podcasts. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and now on Verbal and WordPress. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.